financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. We've got a great show, and the topic of our show is called Protecting Your Retirement from Boomerang Kids. And we'll get into the definition of boomerang kids in a while, though, but while saving for retirement and providing for your children are two hallmarks of personal finance, there's an ongoing debate nationally on which of the two is more important. And this becomes especially true when children are older. So known as boomerang kids, they either return to live at home with you while you're still being uh, and are still being supported by you financially. So it could be an, a younger child that just out of college or it could be uh, an older child that uh, has lost their job or had some life circumstance. So boomerang kids are returning to live home with you and uh, you're going to financially support them. And according to a recent Time Magazine study, 70% of parents uh, polled spent up to $5,000 a year supporting an adult child. Now, while the attentions may be noble, the need to support your adult children can dramatically impact your retirement plans. I would assume it would have a huge impact if you're spending uh, five grand or more a year uh, to support your uh, adult children. Uh, that's a that's an amazing topic. Now, uh, boomer protecting. You said the title of today's show was protecting your retirement from boomerang kids. You know, yep. uh, I think we should, Eric. You and I should form a rock band and call it Boomerang Kids. That would be a good name, wouldn't it? That'd be a good name for a band. Let's you, get the band back together. You'd get no older people that would go see the show, though. As soon as you put that boomerang kids in, they'd run. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The the boomerang kids yeah. with Eric Cheek. Yeah. On, yeah. Okay. Lead vocals, Eric Cheek. Yeah. Right? No, I don't think it would be good. It is. It is an interesting <laughs> name, though. You know the yeah, other like name it. that uh, now I haven't. I haven't. Uh, my kids are still in college, so I'm still expected to support them, and and that's part of the deal right now. So I haven't had any boomerang effects yet. They haven't even left the nest uh, permanently. But uh, for a time there, for about 16 years, I was a sandwich generation. They called me. That was one of the terms they referred to me, where I was supporting young children and an aging parent in the same home. Uh. So I was the I was the sandwich generation and the sandwich provider. So, sure. Uh, and now we're starting to see the boomerang kids. The boomerang uh, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I won't see that, but you never know. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I think a lot more people, more and more people, especially 
you know, 70% of parents polled, I mean, spent $5,000 a year. That's insane. So why do you think it's important for parents to consider their retirement needs before the needs of their adult children? Well, you know, that's a great question to get our conversation rolling, Tony. Uh, you know, while you know, there's been a lot of satirization with society uh, in regards to the boomerang generation, but it's really important to consider that uh, providing for adult children, uh, it really isn't a joke. Um, yeah. It can be anything but a joke. Uh, the Pew Research Center found that the number of young adults living at home rose to 36% in 2012, and that one in five kids still living at home do not pay rent or contribute to household expenses. So with this in mind, it's important to consider how to manage the balance between boomerang kids and your planning for retirement. Well, yeah, I can just imagine it. And I, you know, I cringe, you know, my first one is looking at college or my oldest, I should say, is looking at colleges. And so I'm like, okay, I've got that expense. And you're kind of in that stage where your, your kids might be at a college level, but um, you're hoping that they won't have to move back home. Although, you know, we love being by our kids, but really you've got to put your own retirement needs first, right? Yeah. And that's, I'm really right at that stage where I'm starting to look at the finish line. Uh, I'm 57. I have a 23 year old and a 21 year old. And so they're not out of the nest yet, but I'm looking for the day that they are, uh, on a good note, I can tell you that my daughter really dislikes asking me for money. And she often says, I can't wait till I can get a job, dad, and I don't have to ask you for money. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't respond. I just think to myself, so am I. I'm really, I, I really look for that day when you won't be asking me for money. But, you know, right now we're in that stage where uh, I'm putting out quite a bit of money for uh, all of their needs. And, and I had planned for it, but I certainly look for uh, you know, a couple years down sure. the road here where that financial aid will uh, curtail itself. And hopefully I won't uh, suffer uh, about some some of these implications that other folks have had to have about the boomerang generation. So we're going to talk sure. about that. We're going to talk about reason kids might be moving back home. Uh, one well, yeah, of the main what are being, some reasons? Well, you know, one of the main one is just their financial needs. Uh, some kids will go off to school, they'll graduate, and they seem to have no other option uh, than to move back with uh, mom and dad, live, at, live with mom and dad while they look for a job. You know, young adults are dealing with a very difficult job market and unstable jobs. Uh, our economy seems to be kind of limping along, and it's not really creating a lot of robust uh, jobs for young people coming out of school to apply for. Uh, not only that, but wages, uh, real wages are stagnant. And the unemployment rate between uh, folks between the ages of 16 and 24 is running about 12%. So without a stable source of income to rely on, many young adults are coming back to live with their parents to eliminate the burdens of paying rent and utilities and, and groceries and uh, other expenses, other living expenses. Wow. So do you have clients or people that you've met with who may have encountered hardships like that when planning for their retirement because of additional expenses caused by boomerang kids? Yeah. Unfortunately, I do have some clients that have faced, uh, you know, this dilemma that's related to their children coming back home to live. And, you know, while all children are expensive, it becomes increasingly difficult to provide for them into adult 
uh, hood while also trying to prepare for retirement. So, you know, sometimes these parents aren't only offering their children a place to stay, but they're covering other living expenses as well. You know, utilities, uh, childcare uh, in, in some instances where they where they come back home and they have uh, children as well. Sure. Sure. So what other kinds of expenses might they be covering? Well, you know, I mean, car payments, credit cards, it runs the gamut. Uh, you know, there was a survey from July of 2014 uh, by the American Consumer Credit Counseling uh, and it found that more households provide financial assistance to adult children than they support elderly parents. So uh, there's more households that are providing for kids than they are for adult parents that are aging and maybe, maybe they need to be at a nursing home or something like that. Uh, you know, among those parents who are helping their kids, uh, 41% pay for transportation, 57% pay household bills, 24% help with student loans. Uh, these parents are spending more time on their kids and less on themselves, making the risky decision of putting their retirement finances on the back burner. Mm. Well, has this always been a problem? It just seems like it's come about recently, or I, maybe I'm just hearing about it. Uh, why does it seem like such a popular concern lately? You know, I don't think... Uh, you know, parents helping their children, the concept of that is certainly not new. Uh, but because of societal and, and, and certainly economic and cultural factors present in America today, boomerang kids seem to be much more prevalent. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's just they, they, they come out of college with debt and that puts kind of a, a negative spin on their future. They look at it as maybe their future isn't as bright because they're leaving school with an education, but they're deeply in debt. So they're starting their adult lives in debt. And certainly the job market uh, is something that is of uh, great concern as well. Um, you know, back in 2007, the number of adults living at home had stayed at a constant 32%. Uh, in 2012, uh, the Pew Report, however, revealed that number had climbed to 36% uh, of millennials living at home. And this marks a growing trend with the highest amount of adults living at home in over four decades. Wow. Well, what do you think has been the biggest repercussion of this shift? Well, you know, the biggest uh, repercussion is the parents' finances. They've taken a hit. Uh, you know, typically when our kids are out of the nest, we start looking at lowering our spending because we do not have to spend on our children any longer. And that gives us an opportunity to really catch up uh, on uh, putting money aside for retirement. So uh, the parents are definitely feeling the hit uh, in this cultural shift. You know, when it comes down to parents deciding whether to support their kids or fund their retirement, parents are choosing to sacrifice some of their retirement plans and this is certainly worrisome. And, and I've even had this discussion on clients. How likely is it that if you run out of money, your kids will uh, do the reverse, uh, take care of you uh, yeah. when you're aged and, and now the shoe's on the other foot. Here's, here's mom and dad that need the financial help of a child. And sometimes the, the parents have said to me, they say, you know, I, I'm not that confident that my child would, uh, would be willing, A, willing to do that and, and, and B, be able to do that. So uh, there, there's a there's a lot of repercussions from this, and I'm glad we're talking about it today. 
Well, I am too. Now we have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you want to tell our listeners before we do? Well, I do. Uh, you know, preparing for retirement and, and issues like this, uh, the boomerang discussion, a lot of times it's overwhelming and nerve wracking, uh, whether it's calculating available funds for your family or boomerang children or just learning about other mistakes to avoid retirement, visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give my office a call at 775-674-2222 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Uh, it'll really help you to prepare for and keep the retirement you work so hard for. Well, I think that's great. And listeners, I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners here on Financially Tuned after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement, but where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. And we've been talking about protecting your retirement from boomerang kids. Now we've been discussing retirement and kids and how more parents may be putting their retirement plans at risk by providing for their adult or boomerang children. Well, let's dive right back into it then, Eric, where we left off in the last segment. How much do you think this boomerang trend is affecting uh, parents compared to their counterparts who don't have children to support? Well, it, it, it makes a huge difference when it comes to retirement. In a recent study from Hearts and Wallets, they found that over uh, those over 65 years old with financially independent adult children were twice as likely to be retired than their counterparts still supporting adult children. So these are 65-year-old uh, people that uh, uh, are not retired because sure. uh, the effects of supporting adult uh, children. So that statistic alone should speak for itself. It, it should. And I don't think we're encouraging people not to have children or saying that's a bad <laughs> thing. Obviously, uh, my three kids are just, you know, they're the center of my life, really. They're, you know, I couldn't imagine life without them, but the, but you know, it is a real situation that you have to look at and try to be prepared for. So what are some tips that you might have, Eric, on how parents can avoid this situation? Well, I would, uh, I'd start early and I would consider, uh, educating kids as early as possible. Uh, you know, my kids to, to start them on their financial education in the line of work I'm in, I bought them Disney stock when they were really young. And, uh, one of the first times that we went to, uh, Disney world, my son was about, uh, let's say about 12 years old. And we were in long lines, very busy all day long. And my son goes, dad, I'm making money today. 
And I said, how's that, son? <laughs> I, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about the connection of his Disney stock. And he goes, look how busy the park is. He goes, uh, my stock's got to be doing good. So, you know, I started off with my kids very young. But, uh, you know, education is, is certainly uh, the start. But I would definitely start considering cutting the financial cord as early as uh, reasonably possible. Uh, family financial experts agree that at some point between the ages of 18 and 22 years old, your adult child should be actively trying to provide for themselves. And and so it's uh, it could be baby steps, at least uh, covering uh, expenses like, uh, you know, the needs for them to want to go out and have fun and things of that nature. Uh, uh, certainly having part-time jobs to be able to cover some of those expenses is, is, uh, is really uh, uh, important. Uh, when, sure. when I talk to clients about their adult children, they say they've been supporting them and then they, they say, okay, I'm no longer paying for my, my children or my, my peers. People are all in their upper fifties that their kids are, you know, just out of college and whatnot. We talk about, uh, you know, the various stages of life our kids are in. And here's the benchmark though. When your kids have totally cut the financial ties, they're paying for their own cell phone bills. I don't know why it is for younger well, people yeah. to take on their own cell phone bill, but that's one that they're happy to leave with mom and dad forever. And uh, so a couple of my friends are, yep, son's out of college. He's got a job. He's living on his own. And I say, how about the cell phone bill? And if they say, no, I'm, I'm still paying the cell phone bill, then that's one more little milestone we have to get over. But Certainly, yeah, uh, definitely. but, uh, you know, uh, for, for people that have children still living at home, you know, there comes a time when you may need to be honest with yourself and you may have to consider, um, whether your assistance is helping or hindering your child's emotional and financial growth. And understandably, parents may not want their children to struggle as they may have as young adults. Uh, however, they need to realize that many of those struggles are critical to children becoming financially independent adults. Right. Uh, the struggle is real. It is. And, and that's where we learn. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, be sure that both mom and dad are on the same page. Instead of uh, one parent giving the kid the money while the other fumes. You know, finally, a parent and a coach, uh, uh, you know, offering that emotional support and financial mentoring. Uh, just because you stop assisting with finances doesn't mean you can't help with budgeting and writing resumes and networking and things of that nature. You know, and, and this education, it really doesn't stop. I have a lot of clients that we do financial planning and estate planning with Tony, and we start talking about what to do with assets uh, after mom and dad are gone. And I always encourage clients to have these discussions with their adult children. So they'll make smart financial decisions if they end up, you know, inheriting a, a sum of money or, or a windfall or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so they don't have the urge to just go out and blow what they receive from mom and dad's life work that they, they use that, that, that inheritance wisely. So, uh, you know, as far as being a coach and, a coach and mentoring, I think that uh, it might last our whole lifetime. Well, and I think that's that's key. Now, are there solutions out there for parents who want to provide financial help to their adult children? Well, I we've done this uh, a lot of times. We've talked about uh, one option is to make a loan 
that serves as an advance on the inheritance a child is to receive. And, and we've had lots of discussions about that in the office. And people say, well, I've already given Johnny X amount of dollars. And, uh, you know, the kid would sign a promissory note with low interest and the note is due to the parents uh, over the course of the lifetime, you know, say 30 years or upon death of the second parent. This provides a fair way to give one child money while treating all children equally in the estate. Um, another thing do, you know, parents can do is they can guarantee a bank loan instead of directly lending the money, which can be useful to parents because it doesn't deplete their assets. And so they can help coach their kids on, on this is how you do it. You go to a bank and you take out a loan and, and you make loans to the bank and it kind of keeps them in the background of it. Uh, just, you know, signing their name certainly puts them on the loan. Uh, as a guarantor, but hopefully their kids uh, will make the payments and, and do that. So that's just a couple of basic ideas there are right there for our listeners to think about. Well, surely there are some benefits for parents who still have adult children at home, right? Well, there are. Uh, and, and let's talk about that. There are potential upsides to the situation. And in some instances uh, where having an adult child living with you becomes uh, a necessity uh, especially when they can help with the more difficult chores, uh, you know, lawn care, shoveling snow, uh, taking out trash, things of that nature. They could also provide trips to the grocery store, run errands, uh, pick up meds from the pharmacy. You know, if people live in so long, I've got uh, two very good clients uh, that come to mind that have adult children that live at home. And they essentially pay their way for living uh, at home without any cost by doing that exact thing, taking care of mom and dad, uh, going to the grocery store, being the driver, uh, taking them to doctor's appointments. Certainly I did that uh, for my own father. Um, and, and it wasn't that he paid anything. Um, he simply didn't have any money to live on his own and, and I took him in. So it was kind of the reverse of what we're talking about. But you know what, my dad, he he did what he could to contribute to our, our family. Uh, he did chores around the house and and he always pitched in, and as long as he was physically able, uh, he was always offering to contribute, uh, whether it just be picking up dishes and loading the dishwasher after dinner or uh, you know straightening up in the garage. He, he contributed in that way, which made it easier to do you know mentally to think about, you know, I'm providing for him financially, but he's helping around the house and being a contributing member, uh, picking my kids up at school. He did that often and things of that nature. So, uh, those are some ways that are beneficial. Uh, um, and sometimes, you know, it's nice to spend golden years developing solid relationships with children. Yeah. So it's not all negative. Uh, right. But putting aside the risk of derailing retirement, each situation can be unique for every set of parents. Uh, for some, the adult child may return because of a crippling, uh, you know, student loan debt or the inability to secure a well paying job. Uh, it's worthwhile to consider your situation wisely and really make the appropriate decisions for you without putting your retirement planning on hold. And that's really the, the main thrust of it is, is not to put your own retirement on hold while you're caring for these adult childs. And you, know, you just don't want uh, to depend on your child for caring for you later in life because you spent all your retirement savings on them today. You'd mentioned a tool that you use uh, that can help retirees organize important information regarding their retirement. Uh, maybe you could explain that. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, all of my clients, I offer them uh, another tool. It's complimentary and it's called From the Heart Journal. 
Uh, it comes as part of the retirement income toolkit, but the journal specifically may be beneficial to these parents. It enables you to gather important details, such as who you would want looking after your children and where you've placed important documents, such as your last will and testament, your trust, your powers of attorney, and other important financial and personal information. Oh, that sounds great. Now, what about for people who've already dug deep into their pockets to help their kids financially and are now worried about having enough for retirement? What advice or tools do you have for them? Boy, you know, for parents who have given a significant portion of their retirement to their children, they have to work on filling the income gap between their baseline income and their required income. And since most of what they've given to their children is probably coming out of their savings account, uh, they can still find a baseline income in retirement through Social Security, but it may not be enough to cover all their uh, required income needs. And they'll need to plow, uh, they'll need to plan, excuse me, for how to fill this uh, income gap. Well, and I know we've talked uh, about that a bit on previous shows, but uh, how should people go about filling that income gap? Well, this is this is uh, where we spend so much of our time discussing ways to fill income gap. You know, one example is uh, a fixed annuity. Uh, these type of annuities can help Americans bridge the gap in retirement income. Uh, they're a good financial vehicle to provide you with income even after you've stopped working. Uh, fixed annuities offer a measure of protection that helps protect against market downturns, and that's always a concern for uh, current retirees. And the benefit to purchasing annuities when you're looking for steady income, that's certainly uh, something we don't want to gloss over. And not only that, but they can provide you with growth that is tax sheltered until you withdraw money or start an income stream. So uh, yeah, that's good. it's just a quick solution. It's just one of the many, but yep. you do need to be aware that and annuities are designed to be long-term investments and they can involve charges uh, such as administrative fees and annual contract fees and mortality and risk expense charges and surrender charges. So they're very complicated vehicles. Uh, don't just, uh, uh, Settle on the first one you come across. There's a lots of uh, moving parts in these. Uh, so I'd recommend getting together with an advisor to uh, see if this might fit your needs to fill that income gap. Sure. And there are other things like social security and minimizing the tax burden. And we've talked about these types of things on the show before, but it sounds like it might be hard for a lot of parents out there to bridge that income gap that's going to be caused by spending savings on their kids. So uh, before our time is up, is there any other advice you have for parents who are struggling with this? It seems to be a trend among baby boomers to bail out their adult children repeatedly, uh, which puts them at risk of deteriorating their own wealth and their retirement. So I try to remind clients that they can't afford to dip into their savings repeatedly if they do want to retire comfortably. So one thing I advocate is for a parent, uh, you know, to, to really look hard on co-signing loans uh, or extending credit cards uh, to their kids. Uh, now, I've got a gas card for my kids. They're at school, and it just makes it easier. Uh, I can track their spending on it. But I also had to talk to both of them after uh, getting the gas card about using it for other things like buying uh, you know, snacks at the, it, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, my daughter, I mean, she's buying everything under the sun at the, the neighborhood AM PM along with gas, you know? And I said, sure. you know, Natalie, you gotta, you gotta 
be work, be mindful of this. And, and so she has, um, and so that there's where that education comes in again. And yeah. it's got a small credit limit. You know, it, it doesn't have a big credit limit. So I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to be hurt by this. Um, but they need to understand how to use credit uh, in a conscientious way. And uh, we don't want them to suffer down the road. And I certainly don't want to suffer down the road as well uh, by mispayments and things of this. And so, you know, my job is to help clients protect their assets. And while there are situations where it may be necessary to let your kids move back in, in order to help them out financially, I encourage clients to consider the consequences on their retirement by doing so. So we weigh all these things out and have a really nice discussion. Uh, in other words, to protect your nest egg from those uh, who have failed to leave the nest, I guess is one way to say it. Uh, yeah. And and so anyway, get with a financial advisor, someone you trust, you can talk about these topics. And if you need any further advice or information, give me a call at Nevada Retirement Planners 775-674-2222. Set up a consultation and we'll discuss this issue of boomerang children. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 